welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and that's it. We know Everybody Not So Secretly Ships Us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? Yeah. What is dating if not, I don't know, loving someone even if they toast your patience? So let's do this. But we're not dating at all. How's your coffee? It's strange drinking iced coffee out of a mug. <laughs> How's your coffee? Um, well, it's tea. Mm. I haven't had it yet. Hang on. Let me take a sip. Delightful. Nice. Yeah, nice and crisp. Watermelon yeah. tea. Watermelon tea. Nice. <laughs> All right. We have our coffee and tea. Yes, we do. Because we're on a coffee date. We are on a coffee date. We don't have a lot of time for our date today, but we need to make time for our date today because we love each other. Uh, how has your week been, my friend? My week has been okay. Mm. I think there's been some really good things. I've been a little bit more anxious this week and uh, ADHD. Oh, yeah. ADHD. 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 ADs HD. ADs HDs. A's, D's, H's, D's. D- does this feel like an ADHD <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it does. Uh, <laughs> I have had a really difficult time managing myself and doing things I need to do, doing things I want to do. I've had a couple of days of well, one day of really bad executive dysfunction where I couldn't even get up to get water or food. Can you remind me what executive dysfunction is? Because I've heard that f- term a lot, but I don't know like what the definition is. Yeah, I can do an example. It's it's n- knowing you need to do something or wanting to do something and not being able to do it. Like if you if you were sitting there and you really had to go to the bathroom, not just a choice to like, well, I'm just going to wait. But like, I need to go. It's getting urgent. I just I can't get up. I can't get up to go. Mm-hmm. It's so like I, I see the bathroom. It's right there. I know the steps it takes to get to the bathroom. I just can't do it. Yeah. And it's really frustrating because it it's something like sometimes it's things that are so easily in your grasp and it, they just feel like if your arm falls asleep and you're trying to grab something with that dead arm, like it just it feels like that much effort. Oh, yeah. That it's such a good metaphor because I literally couldn't do that at all. Yeah. You want to move it. You really want to move your arm, but your arm will not move. It just won't. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not, you don't have access to it. Yeah. And you can't overwrite the dead arm. So it also felt really false the day that I had it because I had a meeting that I had scheduled earlier in the day before it, it kicked in for later in the day. And so it felt like a combination of that and countdown syndrome where I just felt like I, I wasn't going to be able to do anything until I had that meeting. And then after I had that meeting, I, I was more, I had more access to, to my brain. So why does that ring false for you? Just because for me, executive dysfunction, I mean, I know that there's got to be a point where it shuts off because otherwise we would all die. I guess. By not eating or drinking. Right. Going to the bathroom. At some point you go to the bathroom. Yeah. But if as soon as I'm able to do that, it feels like it was false this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I could have spent literally 12 hours sitting in that bed being like, I need to eat. I need to drink. I need to go to the bathroom. But as soon as I do it, I'm like, well, I was just being dramatic. (laughs) Right. Because now you can. (laughs) Yeah. So that happened one of the days this week. And then I was just anxious. But I decided to go on an anxiety errand to just get myself out of the house. Mm hmm. And do anything, even if I just circle the block a couple of times because I don't think I can actually go into an establishment. That's fine. That's part of the errand. Yeah. But I had a goal. I I wanted to find a tank top. I wanted to get some snacks. That was it. So I planned on going to Marshall's for the tank top and then Daiso for the snacks because they were right there. I went to Marshall's and I like couldn't. I was walking around and I was like so in myself mm-hmm. and I just walked right out which also gives me anxiety because I'm afraid they think I'm stealing things <laughs> I just walk in and in under 10 minutes walk out yeah it looks suspicious uh-huh and then I went to Daiso and I did get the snacks that was that was a win 
That's great. And then on my way back, I decided to stop at Target to try and search for a tank top again. They didn't have one. But then I saw these mini Bratz things that I saw on TikTok. Somebody was really excited because Bratz makes miniature versions of makeup that are so small, but actually functional. (laughs) And I, I just needed it. To like cure my anxiety. I just, I knew it was going to fix it. Because it's so small. It's so small. <laughs> I could put on a tiny, tiny mascara. Oh my God. Just like one, one lash at a <laughs> one time. Lash at a time, the attention. And I could give my <laughs> lashes. It was, I was so excited. So I bought it and I get home and I open it and it's not, it's not that. It's just tiny brat stalls. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't label the package any differently. <laughs> And I was so sad. So you got Brad's dolls and not Brad's makeup. Yeah. It was so sad. But was, I mean, they're tiny Brad's dolls, right? They are idiots and I hate them. Oh, so they're not going to cure the anxiety. No, no, no. They made it worse. Uh, <laughs> especially Chloe. Which one's Chloe? Job, the orange haired one. Oh. She's normally blonde and she's really infringing on Megan's territory. Megan's the redhead of the Brad's. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I fully didn't know they had names. Oh my God. There's Chloe, Megan. Yasmin, Jade, and Sasha. Why did okay? I knew Jade. Why did I know Jade? She slays. Because <laughs> Jade slays. <laughs> okay, so there's five brats. Yeah. Okay. They great. And then Ethan, the boy. There's a boy brat. And then there's one other boy. I named him Diego, but I don't think. His, oh, actually, I think his name is Diego. Oh. I gave him a mustache, and he didn't actually have a mustache. Oh, you drew on a mustache? Oh, yeah. I, I like, did them up, you know? <laughs> His mustache was terrible because it was a black pen with underlying blue. So when it started to seep in, it just spread blue. It was just blue on his face? Yeah. Oh, it's like he stole from a bank. <laughs> Diego. Diego. No, I love brown stills, but I hate the tiny ones. Well, they weren't the makeup. They weren't the makeup. I'm it, sure if I wanted tiny brat stalls, I would have been excited about them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, well, it seems like you're managing, I mean, doing all you could to navigate the week that you had. Yeah. And I feel better. So I don't know if it was a day after or a couple of days after we were having a meeting and talking about, you know, social media planning for our podcast. I don't know if you know this. It doesn't just happen. We do it. We do work to put this out for (laughs) y'all. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, I started having a bit of a breakdown because I just felt like I wasn't able to bring as much to the table and like the jobs that I do have, I wasn't able to do them. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I was letting you guys down. So we, we talked that out and that was really nice. I was, I was really, um, like, I didn't love that you were having a breakdown. Of course, nobody wants to see their friend doing that, but I was really happy that you said that and that you acknowledged the feelings that you were having so that we could address all of that. I don't know if it like helped in the moment or whatever, or like how, how long it took to help. It was nice for me to hear like what was going on inside your head. It did help in the moment. I mean, it generally does help if you have these like feelings building that you're keeping to yourself and then sharing them with other people. Even if it is in a big, like, <laughs> crying on the floor way. Mm-hmm. I felt just better. And then, like, of course, getting support from you guys and, and, you know, working together to try and figure out how to make this achievable while I'm feeling like this. Um, yeah. It was nice. And then we went to Target and I got a planner and turned my whole life around. <laughs> Bitch. Bitch. I got a planner. I got tiny post-it notes that don't really uh, work or help. I got stickers that I haven't touched yet. I am (laughs) getting my shit together. Has the planner been working for you? I didn't touch it at all yesterday. Okay. (laughs) But I think it's working well. So it's one of those planners that has the calendar at the beginning of every month and then like a little section for each day in the pages following. So I've been using it to put all of my personal things on the calendar and then use the the day by day as basically a little journal of just bullet points of what happened in my day so that I can remember them for therapy, for the podcast, for my timesheets. I can, I put down like when I work and that's been helpful to just, I feel like I have really shitty memory. Mm. (laughs) Like I can't remember what I did earlier today, but when I have to sit down and like think about it and then write it out, 
then the next day I have access to what I did that day. Yeah. Even if I don't look at it, like I vaguely remember writing down what I did. I feel like I have such vivid memories of high school because I kept a diary Mm -hmm. and I have not been keeping up with keeping a diary. And so like, I, I feel similar to you that I feel like I wouldn't remember so much more about my life if I started writing nightly again. Yeah. Like I did. I think that's a good idea. I used to journal a lot. I sometimes just don't remember what I wrote about. But then when I read about it, I'm like, oh, shit, that happened. Like, it's just (laughs) nice to remember what's happened in your life. Yeah. Everyone should journal. Challenger? Challenger? Journal? Journal every day this week? Oh, my God. Journal every day this week. That'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) For you. (laughs) That's your challenger. Yeah, that's my challenger. You're already doing it. I'm already. I'm a a genius at it. My life is turned around. I'm perfect. (laughs) Uh, My mom texted me and she's like, hey, how are you doing? And I'm like, great. I got a journal yesterday and it's only been one day, but I'm pretty sure that I'm cured now. (laughs) So pretty sure I'm cured now. Great. What'd she say? Uh, She said, congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? My week, oh boy, my arm. Let's mm. let's do an update on my arm. Yeah. It I can almost stretch it out straight now. Nice. It has been nearly 4 weeks since the injury incident. Mm. The donating blood and then the resulting nerve damage. And uh the past couple days it has been sparking pretty much constantly all through the day. And it's really, really uncomfortable. I have a pretty high pain tolerance, I think. And it has pretty, it has left me in bed for most of the past two days. Not fun. No. Today, I have not felt sparking. Good. So that's good. I feel like because I'm not using it a ton today, I'm really trying to not use it. I think it's just getting mad at me that I'm trying to be cured already. <laughs> I mean, it's really, I'm glad it doesn't hurt today. It is convenient because we had a legally binding verbal agreement that if it hurt today, we were going to take you to a doctor. Yeah, good thing it doesn't hurt today. (laughs) It doesn't, though. I would tell you if it did. Okay. Although (laughs) this morning, I was out on a walk with Bailey and she was like, how's your arm? I was like, well, it doesn't hurt as bad today. It does kind of hurt. Don't tell Shelly. <laughs> no, no, there's a don't tell Shelly. Don't tell Shelly. <laughs> That's what happens when you make verbally binding agreements <laughs> with me is I just lie to you instead. That's, that's that's great, especially when it comes to your health. I love it. Yeah, so fun. <laughs> no, I, I do have an appointment with a neurologist. I will go eventually. It's just my insurance didn't give it to me until a month from now. So I'm sitting tight for a month, it looks like. Yeah, great. So fun. Healthcare system. Love it. So that's what's up with my arm. We went to go see Hades Town together. That's right. Which was so fun for me. Oh, it was fun for me too. Neither of us knew anything about the show. And we were both blown away. Oh my God. The music in it was so fucking good. We had a lot of feelings afterwards, even though both of us know the story of Eurydice and... What's his name? Orpheus. I wanted to say Morpheus and then I <laughs> take out the M. Morpheus and Eurydice. <laughs> we both know the story. It's a fairly common story, but still we both had a lot of feelings about it by the end of the show. I mean, same with Hamilton. It's literally history that we've learned about. Yeah. Also up top, they tell you what happens. And then when it happened... I'm like, no, no, that didn't just happen, did it? How could they? <laughs> I broke a rule. We did. parked not in the paid parking lot, but in the mall parking lot where technically we could have gotten ticketed because yeah. we weren't going to the mall. They're like, hey, don't park in the mall parking lot if you're going to see a show. And we were like, uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> Over the sound of me going to the show. <laughs> This sign can't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Call us Leah Michelle. 
you told me you wanted to start a conspiracy theory about another celebrity. I know, because I love this one. It's the, so good. The theory that Leah Michelle can't read. It's so stupid, and I love it so much. And I'm starting to believe it. <laughs> the longer it exists, the more flimsy evidence people produce, right. the more and I believe it. They're just so zealous about it, too. They're like, this is factual. And I'm like, it... It can't be. <laughs> she literally can read, you guys. Like, <laughs> But it's funny. It's so funny. The evidence is so good. But can she? She can. She, can. she probably. She most likely. Can we read. don't know, actually. We though. don't know. But it'd be really hard to be at her level of success if you <laughs> couldn't read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I want to start a conspiracy theory about like a, a, a celebrity... That's not D-list, but like somebody who's not like an A-list celebrity, somebody who you had like forgotten about kind of, mm -hmm. but then once, but everybody knows their name and then make it something like kind of harmless, but just so funny. I think we settled on JTT. Yeah. Right. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Thomas. I, I really think it'd be funny to just tell people that he's secretly left-handed, but his agents didn't want people to know. No. Because <laughs> it's like right-handed people generally are in the mainstream the most, you know, people can relate to right-handed people because majority of the population is right-handed. So you just want like that all-American boy to be a right-handed person. So you just lie. Say he's right-handed. Yeah, I love right that. That's the kind of harmless <laughs> theory that I want to put out in the world and convince people is true. So everyone listening... This is our little secret. We're starting the conspiracy theory that Jonathan Taylor Thomas is secretly left-handed. Secretly left-handed. Uh, don't tell anyone that it's not true or where it started. Just start spreading it. Start spreading it and produce TikToks with evidence mm -hmm. of him holding things in his <laughs> left hand. <laughs> My favorite thing is if this were to become like a big thing and more people picked up on it, he would potentially just like get on TikTok and be like, you guys, I, I literally am right-handed. Like here's You'd be holding things with my right hand. Here's me writing. And everybody would be like, they trained you how to use your right hand. Like, you're like, just it's, a, it's mirrored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> CGI. But then we could maybe get him on TikTok. Mm. Like, maybe this whole thing could be to get him on TikTok. That's a really good point. We should just start lying about celebrities to get them on TikTok so yeah. that they can, you know, confront the lies. Bullying them into being accessible. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> um, do you know if JTT actually is left or right-handed? Because we didn't look this up before we started talking about it. I don't know. Oh man, what if he's already like self-proclaimed left-handed? Yeah, what if he like does it unabashedly? Should I really quick? Google yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't want to spread truths. The thing is, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was famous during the time of all the like Tiger Beat, Teen Beat magazines where they literally would have asked, are you right or left-handed in those like surveys that they would give them. Mm -hmm. But I can't find any of them. Give me a second. Okay. The deep dive you're doing is so good. This is taking me onto some very strange sites. Lefthand.fandom.com. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, according to this website, our conspiracy theory stands. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is left-handed. Tell your friends. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is left-handed. Spread the truth. Spread the truth. The real truth. The real truth. Tired of the lies. <laughs> I guess that's how my week has been. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, really good. Like, pain, whatever, but... Pain, whatever. Also, I started school, new That's semester. Right. It's going really well. My students are awesome. They think I'm funny for some reason, which is cool and flattering. Must, I think you're spreading another conspiracy theory. Yeah, well, <laughs> this one's half true. <laughs> they laugh at some of my jokes, and then I think I push the needle too far, and they're like, yeah, that wasn't funny, and they don't laugh at it, so... I mean, really, it's a nice focus group to test out my type five, my theater-based type five. Wait, tell the Pellegrino story because I, I only heard it over <laughs> voice recording and I, I loved it. Okay, so first day of school, 
I was like, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get a giant bottle of San Pellegrino, right? Yeah. Sparkling water. Mm, refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. I can have water on campus. It, we, I teach in a black box theater. So technically you're not supposed to have food or drinks in there, but I can have water. So I'm like, sparkling water, fun first day of school treat. Spent $2.50 on this giant bottle of water. Damn. I know. And I brought it to school. And right when my class was supposed to begin, so many people were in my classroom. Other faculty members, half the class that just got let out, half of my class, I'm trying to direct my class to go sit down. But also the other teachers, this is the first time they're seeing me on campus. And so this is the first time they're seeing my arm in a sling. Mm. And they're like, what happened to your arm? So I'm like, my focus is everywhere. I put down my stuff at a chair near where the students sit. And then I'm like trying to hook up my computer. My computer won't hook up. I can't lift anything. It's just a nightmare. I move my stuff over and I'm pulling out my computer, blah, 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 all these things. Finally, everybody leaves except me and my students. I start workshopping my type five. It goes okay. <laughs> and then uh, we go over the syllabus. We go over expectations, all of that first day fun stuff. After class, a lot of my students have questions like, I don't have my book yet. How can I get it? So there's like seven of them waiting to ask me. Some of them want to be let into the class. So I have to print them a code, all these things. So I forget about my Pellegrino entirely. It's still over where the chair was. So I'm packing up all my stuff, completely forget my Pellegrino in the black box theater. I leave the school. I get home. I don't even notice that I don't have my Pellegrino. I haven't had a sip of it. I go to bachelor night at Amy's. I look at her bar cart because she always provides rosé. It's very cute, bachelor night. Yeah. I look at her bar cart. There's a line of San Pellegrinos and my heart drops. I forgot my Pellegrino in the black box theater. It is fully gone. Like if classes have been in and out since I left, like there's no way that Pellegrino is still there. Yeah. I'm just... I just mourn the Pellegrino. I'm so sad about it. I mean, you if you're a student and you're like sitting down and you come across an unopened Pellegrino, make out like a fucking bandit. Yeah, that best is yours first now. day ever. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? So then my next class is, so that was on Monday. My next class is until Wednesday. So I'm like, ugh, all right. I guess I'll have to get another Pellegrino. I don't get to the store in time. But so I just go to my class. The computer's taking a little bit to warm up and my students are sitting there just kind of awkwardly because they don't know each other yet enough to talk to each other. So I go, you guys want to hear about my first day heartbreak? And they're like, yes, because they love me again. They yeah. love my type five. Mm -hmm. This is a different type five that I'm workshopping nice. this story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I start telling them about how I lost my Pellegrino and how sad I was, how devastated I was when I realized that I left it in the black box theater. And I was like, and it's gone. I'll never see it again. And then a student sitting in that chair that I put my stuff down at reaches down underneath his chair and goes, this Pellegrino? <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you my heart soared, <laughs> My chin dropped. My jaw dropped open. I was like, what? <laughs> my Pellegrino. The whole class is like, <gasps> like they're so excited for me <laughs> to have my Pellegrino. Oh, man. I was like, this is the best day of my life. And everybody claps. Like, they're so happy. I was like, this is the best. <laughs> I guarantee you so many students told other people about that. <laughs> I hope they did. It was such a triumphant moment for all of us. <laughs> and it was unopened. So, so you got your Pellegrino back. So I drank my Pellegrino. Uh -huh. I drank the first sip in front of them too as a celebration. Yeah, you it was know? a special moment that you shared. That's right. Yeah. Collectively. <laughs> So yeah, I guess my week was pretty triumphant if I look at it through that lens. Yeah. 
All right, I think we got to take a quick little break. Yeah, we do. And then we got to dive into the last part of our little coffee date. Aww. We do have a challenger from last week, but it was with Bree. So I feel like we should wait to address how that went until Brie can be here. Yeah. And Brie is in her first week of school at Cal State Long Beach. Our student Brie. We're so proud of her. A cistern student Brie. <laughs> A cistern student film major Brie. And Jeremy is wearing his I Heart LB State button in Brie's honor. Yeah. Full disclosure, she was going to take him to school. This week. Today. Today, actually, she forgot and she just left him. Here. Yeah, but that means he can be f- here for our date. Yeah, which is it's great. It's important to him. And like, you'll you'll go. Don't worry, she'll she'll take you. Yeah, there's a lot of seagulls on that campus. I feel you're like you're gonna like it. Yeah, there's like French fries on the floor, probably. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> basically a floor covered with French fries. Yeah, it's like a school tradition to just like throw a handful of French fries. <laughs> You know, especially first week. So yeah, first week French fry. (laughs) So don't worry, Jeremy. You'll experience it. Yeah, you'll get there. (laughs) Anyway, Bree's not here, so uh, we should wait to talk about our challenger. That was to ask each other questions, specific questions about their week, and or just volunteer information about our week. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we can't talk about that now. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's fine. But what we can do is do our next question in our 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. 36 questions that lead to love. 36 questions that lead to love. We got to get to know our favorite things. Found out if we want to bang. 36 questions that lead to love. Yeah. That one was strong, Shelly. That is the best we've done on a intro song. <laughs> Truly, I am impressed like with ever. us both. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations to you Thanks. as well. Congratulations all around. Do you remember what question we're on? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. Was the last one we did, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Maybe. That was a pretty recent one, right? Yeah. Okay. I think I know what our next question is. And I think it's question number 15. (gasps) Lucky 15. Lucky 15. Somewhere. To someone. To someone, number 15 is lucky. Hopefully to us right now. We'll see. We'll see. The question is, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? The greatest accomplishment of our lives. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? The greatest accomplishment? Now we could do a fruit rules. <laughs> Top 5. Now? <laughs> 5 to 1. <laughs> ah. Yeah, this is so ah. <laughs> Cuz one, uh, I don't like talking about my accomplishments. I like talking about my failures. Why? Because I I can recognize them more easily. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like I just don't accomplish things. I just don't think that's true at all. I just so wholeheartedly disagree with that <laughs> statement. <laughs> and I think you do too. I, I do. But do I? Why don't you go first? <laughs> What's your greatest accomplishment? Are fruit rolls? Are we doing fruit rules? Top five? I feel like I can't come up with more than one. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I have a good answer to this. It's funny, I think. But I honestly, I'm serious about this. Okay. Like, it's a funny answer, but it's also like fully real. (laughs) Okay. My mom might want to not listen to this. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. She might not want to listen to this. So I'm going to give you full permission, mom, to just scroll right past. Yeah. 
All right. You should be gone by now, Eileen. Okay. Don't be listening. I mean, she can if she wants to, but I just feel like she's not going to want to hear it. So a fun fact about me is that I don't really get high because it doesn't work. Mm. My body does not accept THC in the way that most bodies do. So I have had weed in so many different forms and it has never given me the properties that everybody loves weed for. So uh, after college, I just was like, whatever, I don't even care about this. Like, who cares if this doesn't work? I'm just not going to try anymore. But there was one time where I had been with this guy on and off and we were meeting up near his house to hang out. And he was like, what if tonight's the night that we can like finally get you high? And I was like, I mean, sure, man, like whatever. It's not going to work, but like, cool. Also, what was funny about this is he had lost his voice. And so he, this whole night that we were, that I'm going to describe to you, he was writing on a whiteboard (laughs) to communicate with me because he couldn't say things. And he wasn't supposed to mouth them because even mouthing words constrain your vocal cords. Checks out. So, so he's writing on the whiteboard. I think tonight's the night where you're going to get higher for the first time. I'm like, okay, man. (laughs) Ah, Jeremy. So he's like, let's go to a dispensary. I'm like, okay. So we go to a dispensary and we pick up some edibles for later But then he's like, while we're here, we should also dab because that is like super high concentrated THC. It's going to work. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I I don't know any of the the right lingo. I can't, I don't know how to say, but like we, we dabbed. Yeah, we dabbed. (laughs) (laughs) We took a dab. We, we did a dab. I don't dab. So I don't, (laughs) I don't know, but it's like it, it. I can't remember how it happened. I genuinely don't remember a lot from this experience. Then we get pizza, drive to his house. Nothing's working. We're just hanging out. Like the dab does not take effect at all. It's been a couple hours. So he's like, why don't we try the edibles? And I'm like, okay. He's like, why don't we slam like three of them? And I was like, okay, because this isn't going to work, right? Like it doesn't work with my body. So it's not going to work. I it doesn't matter. So <laughs> we each have three. I don't know why he did this too. This 10 was 10 milligrams. It was bad. Yeah. So three, 10, 30 milligrams. I don't know how many milligrams. Generally edibles come in 10 milligrams. Okay. Bursts. So it was a lot. Yeah, that is, I can't even eat one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so like maybe a half an hour, an hour goes by still nothing. And I was like, ha ha. Like you thought, this was going to work. It's not going to work. And he's, he's responding to me saying like, it's not working by writing on his whiteboard and I'm watching him write. And as I'm watching him write, all of a sudden it goes slow motion. And then it, the color blue starts coming out of his marker and seeping into the floor and then traveling up the walls blue. So in my brain, I was like, winter is spreading. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, I think, I think something's happening. (laughs) And he was like, okay, great. And then I just like laid back on the bed and I proceed to have the most psychotic, like LSD fucking trip of my whole life. Like Literally kaleidoscoping was happening in my vision. I saw childhood cartoons in the panels of the the kaleidoscope. Like it was bizarre. Definitely not what weed is supposed to do to you. Nope. Never happened to me. Nope. So I'm like, what? And then I only have like flashes of memory throughout this whole night. Right. I remember a lot of things that went down. Not going to detail all of them on this podcast. But at some point I came into consciousness and I was like, I have to pee. 
And so I, while fully like my vision is compromised entirely, I am tripping balls. I somehow stand up from the bed, walk over to his door, open the door, get myself down the hallway to the bathroom, close the door behind me, sit down, pee in the toilet, stand up, wash my hands, open the door, leave the door, down the hallway, back into his room, close the door and make it back to bed. And I thought to myself, this is the greatest accomplishment of my entire life. (laughs) because it was so fucking difficult to do that. (laughs) I was so compromised and I still peed in the toilet like a lady. Wow. That was a really big accomplishment. It really was. I, I don't know how that happened. Genuinely. I also don't know why that happened to me. No, that's really weird. I've never done drugs that were harder than weed, but I guess weed's a hard drug for me, I guess. It's like either does nothing or does way too much. Way too much. I feel like the dad was either laced with something, but it was at a dispensary. So it shouldn't have been. No, it shouldn't have been. But then I feel like maybe the concentration of THC was just so high that it fucked with my brain. I feel like probably like a dab is very strong and then you took potentially 30 milligrams. Potentially. Which like I think I took 30 once before because it was like early into my attempting weed and I took a little like I took a little bit of the 10 one like maybe half waited a while nothing happened took another like the rest of the half waited a while I didn't really feel it. But I probably did because at that point I was like, well, this tastes good anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to eat like the, the rest of the top of the bar, which is would net out to 30. And then I was high until evening the next day. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I was not high for that long. That's good. The next day I woke up and I was like completely sober. (laughs) I don't know why. Mine was, I thought I was fine. I went to work and then I was like, I'm high. (laughs) I need to. At work. At work. I thought I was, I felt fine in the morning, but then I was high again. (laughs) Oh my God. It wore off until like by 5 p.m., but. Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time to be high, my friend. Y- yes, especially because I drove myself to work. I didn't even <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> Careful with drugs, kids. <laughs> yeah, this don't do anything I did in this no. story, please. Just don't. You live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now I just don't I just don't even participate in getting high because it doesn't work for me. And then when it works, it works too much. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's a good accomplishment, though. Thank you. I'm really proud of myself, actually. (laughs) So what is your greatest accomplishment in your life? I am truly, deeply blanking on everything that's happened in my life. Should have been journaling for way Way far longer. longer. Yeah. You know what? I'm just, this is probably not my greatest accomplishment in life at all. It's what you can think of right now, though. Yeah. When I was a camp counselor, I really, really wanted to get like I wanted to like start a cool slang thing that people would just like use, you know, like uh, salty. Yeah. But I wanted it to be toasty. Toasty. Yeah. Toasty is when you're feeling salty, but in a bit sassy or more playful way, you're just like, Ugh, I'm feeling really toasty right now. Like, don't be toast, toasty with me. And then, like, instead of throwing shade, you're popping toast. <laughs> popping toast. Uh, it was like a whole language of it. I tried it in my own life. It didn't take off. And then when I was a camp counselor, I got my cabin assignment and uh, it was kind of, you know, sophomore girls. And so I was like, this is the group. 
if anyone can make a change, it's this group. <laughs> After a couple of days bonding with them, clear that they liked me as a counselor, I was like, all right, you guys, I need your help with something. I am really trying to get toasty to happen. Like, here's what it means. Here's all the different ways you can, can use it. And I need you guys to make it take off. And then like it became like a, a camp joke. They were like, oh, I'm feeling toasty. It like spread throughout the camp. And I was already like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like everyone started using it at <laughs> camp. It was awesome. And then a couple of months after camp, somebody messaged me on Facebook or like wrote on my wall or something that they got toasty started at their school. <gasps> and like people were using toasty at their high school. Oh my God. And I just, I'm so proud. Oh my God, you created vernacular. <laughs> I did. It exists somewhere. I'm sure someone somewhere at the very least is like, oh my God, remember Toasty? And then they're like, oh yeah, Toasty was great. And that just makes me happy. You know, my legacy. That's right. Another phrase, another system of cool words yeah. created by a black queer person yes. for other people to appropriate. <laughs> I should have known it was going to take off because of that. Yeah, right? I didn't know I was queer at the time, though. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I also didn't really identify as black because I didn't think I could. So. Oh, okay. So, really, you weren't, like, really pushing hard for it in those respects. Yeah. I but was it took like, off because you were anyway. Yeah. Like, people could tell. They're like, oh, you queer. This is going to be good. <laughs> Toasty's happening. Toasty's happening. Like, don't get toasty. Ugh. Everyone just it's used It's so good. It's so good. So tell me more, like, more ways you can use it. I'm trying to remember. There was another way that was really stupid and specific. I'm not I'm blanking on it. So don't be toasty. Don't um, get toasty with don't me. Don't get toasty with me. Like, pop and toast. Yeah, you're um, just, like, popping a lot of toast right now. And yeah. I just, I don't have time for it. Do you see the way she was popping toast at you? Like. Oh, my God. Never mm. speaking to her again. Mm -mm. No. <sighs> There's another way. I, I'm. It's going to drive me crazy. What are other ways you're like salty or in shade? Can you be like a sad piece of toast? I didn't really get that far, but we can just we can decide that now. Okay. How would you be sad if you're like, oh, I just was feeling like a little, I don't know, unbuttered. Something. <laughs> 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 uh, I was like left in for only like a minute, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like still one on floppy. the toasty scale. <laughs> I was only set to one. <laughs> and if you're like really like angry, then you're like burnt toast, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like really crispy right now. Like, don't. Ooh, crispy's great. Yeah. Uh, right? I'm just like really fucking crispy about it. Because <laughs> there's like salty and then there's spicy, which is different than being salty. Right. So toasty and then there's crispy. Yeah. You know? So it would go, okay. So in order, it would be salty, mm -hmm. like lightly salty. Yeah. Then. I feel like they spicy? have to exist as parallels. I feel like it's because I think that salty, spicy, toasty, crispy doesn't quite work because they're like flavors and then they're textures. Okay. So it would be so like salty equals toasty. Yes. But toasty is a little bit more playful, I think. Yeah. And crispy is like, I feel like kind of still playful, but like biting, you know? Yeah. No, it's like sardonic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm just being really crispy right now. So if you could just, okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> Could you not? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, girl. <laughs> <sighs> there was, I'm still mad. I can't find that one. You crispy? I'm a little crispy about it. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> feeling burnt. You're feeling burnt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to scrape off the... By your memory? Yeah. It's disappointing. <laughs> I love this, though. <laughs> Everything should be described in terms of toast. It should. That almost, it almost rang a bell the way you said that. And then I lost it. Oh, no. Toast. 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 Sounds like we're mic checking. Toast. <laughs> toast. Oh, I think it was toasting. Like toasting. if somebody's like testing your patience. <laughs> they were toasting you. <laughs> <laughs> toasting my patience. <laughs> Because of course there's got to be a pun in there. Of course. Or wordplay. This is a Shelly term. It's got to be punny. Don't toast my patience. Don't toast my patience or I'm going to get crispy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Maybe we can get this to happen even further now that we have a dumb little platform. Oh my God, my legacy. Oh my God. Make this the greatest accomplishment of Shelly's life. My entire life. I will do so much more. I have so much life to live, but I want this to always be the thing that I can look back on. Be like, that was my greatest accomplishment. I I want this to always be true. The entire town of Paris, Texas is oh. going to be saying toasty. I'm so excited. And Osachusetts, everyone in Osachusetts. Uh, Osachusetts, you should know that this is now your responsibility. You have two challengers from this episode. Oh my God, listeners, you have ta- challengers. Challengers for the listeners. One, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is left-handed. Spread the truth. Spread the real truth. Spread the real truth. And two, get toasty started. <laughs> toasty pop and toast toasting my patients crispy <laughs> toasting my patients is my favorite <laughs> spread it like wildfire spread them <laughs> spread them like butter on toast <laughs> i feel like in camp there was there's this bread joke lots of great bread jokes out there a lot it was like really bread heavy camp i think i would tell you a butter joke but I'm afraid you might spread it. And then there was like another joke. And then it was like, uh, some might call me butter because I'm on a roll. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the dumb ones. But somebody made it about toast and it really made me happy. I don't remember it, but. Okay. Well, I would love for you to really concentrate and remember that this next week. Okay. I'll try. Um, so the challenger for you is to try to remember that. Okay. Great. If you don't, that's okay. Cause we're, only human, but yeah. I would love for you to spend some time. You won't keep, get crispy with me if I don't remember it? No, I won't. I might get a little toasty. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. But just don't toast my patience. <laughs> really try. Okay. I'll do my best. <laughs> what a gift you have given all of us today. <laughs> oh. Really action-packed episode. Really and truly. We learned about the effects of drugs. (laughs) The truth about Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Am I going to lose my job for speaking about weed that's legal in California? In California. I think so. Nobody call my school. (laughs) For legal reasons, all of this is a joke. Everything is satire. Yeah. This is none of us. No one has done weed. No one ever in the history of this podcast has done weed nope so keep it a secret mm-hmm. don't spread it don't spread it do not toast our patients with this <laughs> i'm gonna use it so much shelly i'm gonna use it every <laughs> fucking day <laughs> every time i hear it, it makes me happy because <laughs> toasty is so good it's so good it, it was the, it should have happened somebody else should have should have had this happen. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe I'm stealing somebody else's idea. I hope not. If I if you created Toasty and you have receipts, because I don't want to just like take your word for it, show me. <laughs> okay, I know of Toasty when it comes to like being drunk. Like it is like a yeah. synonym for being a little a little buzzed, a little toasty. Mm-hmm. I've used it. Yeah, I've in used that it. Context. Because I gave up on the other Toasty. Well, yeah, this can just live in tandem with it because mm-hmm. salty means multiple things. Yeah. Toasty doesn't mean anything except being lightly drunk. Mm -hmm. So now it means this too. Um, Thanks for coming to the living room today, Shelly. Thank you for having me. This was a nice little coffee date. Yeah, it was cute. (laughs) And now we are on to the rest of our evenings. What are you going to do today? Uh, I'm going to go take a dance class. Fun. Yes. Hope you have fun. Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) So it's a K-pop dance class, which is a little bit different because you like these are dances that already exist and you already know people are just teaching them to you. But so far it ha- we haven't been really successful because like the dances are too hard or the teachers don't teach it effectively. None of them show you the dance beforehand or play the portion of the music they're starting at. They're just like, all right, so we're starting with this move. And then you learn essentially at least half the dance before you even find out where in the music it is. So, Oh, okay. That's, a strange way to teach. It is. And I have qualms every time. Will yeah. I say anything ever? No. Probably not. <laughs> uh, this one is not a BTS song, which is our, our first non-BTS class. So we know it even less. Is this a Pentagon class? No. Pentagon isn't big enough to... Oh, oh my God. That's what happened in my... One of the things that happened in my week. I found another band I liked. Pentagon. Yeah. Pentagon. Check them out. They're awesome. 
What are you doing? I'm going to go see prom at the Amundsen Theater with our pal Cynthia because our other pal, Caden Kearney, is starring in prom as Emma. I'm so fucking excited to see them because they're like one of the greatest actors I've ever seen. Yeah. That sounds so cool. I can't wait to hear all about it. I know. I'm going to come home. Ugh. I hope I get to see them afterwards. I don't know. I don't know whether or not to tell them I'm coming either. Mm. You know, because I because some some actors don't want to know if people they know are in the audience. Some do, and I don't know what type of actor Caden is in that respect. But what type of actor are you? Um, I want to know that somebody plans to come during the run of the show, but I don't want to know until after I've performed whether or not they were there. I think I'm the same because like. If I don't think that they're coming at all, I just kind of like, uh, sad internally, but obviously it won't let it affect my performance. Obviously. But if I do know that they're coming, I think it does affect my performance. I think I try to like hit it even harder. Yeah. And then I'm distracted. I'm thinking about the people and I'm not in it with my scene partner. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But that's, I feel like if we were better actors, maybe that wouldn't (laughs) affect us so much. I don't know. Really, if we're like, we're performing generally on smaller stages where we can we can see the audience <laughs> yeah if I don't know and then I look and then you're there I'm like well now I know <laughs> yeah that's fine I if I see you during the performance I'm fine with that mm-hmm. honestly but if I know then it starts the preparing and the preparing yeah. brain is what I'm trying to get out of during a performance well I think surprising them will be a good it might be fun. Yeah, it might be fun. I'll text them afterwards. Yeah, be like, I was here. <laughs> I'm going to get my program signed. <laughs> so excited. All right, we should get on to our days then. All right, great. Great. Bye. Bye. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.